I'm doing well. How are you? We're good. Thanks so much for coming out. We appreciate it. No worries. How's everything going? Good. Just getting ready to go to Portland. Nice. Casual. <laughs> You've had an awesome rookie season. I mean, so exciting. You're a finalist for rookie of the year and everything. And you guys are now going to Portland. So that's awesome. Can you tell us what it's been like this year so far? Yeah, it's just been crazy. Like all the ups and downs. I mean, I say this all the time, but if you told me like a year ago, I'd be playing left back for Gotham, I would have looked at you like you were crazy, but here we are. And yeah, it's just been such a great season. Um, we're just so excited. I mean, like we've wanted to reach the finals since the start, like that's been very clear our intentions for the season. So it's just good to be in the semifinals, focus one step at a time to get to the finals and win. What is the team's mindset going into the game? Like, do you guys have any strategy against Portland mm -hmm. that you're allowed to tell us about? Um, yeah, I mean, we've <laughs> we've definitely been talking. I mean, we played them recently. So just going over film from that, like what we can learn and build upon. Um, that's as much as I can give you, I think. But um, yeah, we're just focused on this game. I mean, when you're in these kind of single elimination games, it's so important to just think of the next game only. I mean, the only thing we can control is going to Portland and doing the best we can to win we can't worry about the final or who's going to be in the final all that because we have to get there first so everyone's just very focused on portland coming up and it's going to be a great game i mean portland's such a good team so yeah i'm excited to play them do you like playing on the road or do you prefer home games or does it not matter to you much um i definitely prefer home games but i mean Away games are fun too. Like Portland has such a great crowd that it's kind of a fun atmosphere to plan. Yeah, their stadium is awesome. We always like going to see that. We love your stadium too. But it's nice to <laughs> see like, like every place you go, it has like a different feel to it. And even yeah. cheering for you, it's still nice to hear like that, like, you know, that strong yeah. energy. Yeah, exactly. The energy is just so great. Yeah, it's fun. But definitely home, home yeah. games are the best. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And like when you're going into a big game, are you nervous? Are you ex more excited? Is it a mix? Like how mm -hmm. do you actually get ready for a game yourself? Um, I definitely am a mixture of nervous, anxious, excited. Um, but yeah, I think like my being like the first year in season, it's been a lot of like nerves. So I think it's just learning to like control that and not let it control you has been like very important. Um, I think like one thing I've learned recently that's helped. And I mean, like I've been telling my team so too, I'll take like warheads before games. Cause they're so sour that they like take your mind off of like what you're about to do. So I think like, that's something that's like helped with my nerves for sure. I've but, never, yeah. I also love warheads, but they're, I don't know why. Cause they're awful. What, what's yeah. I feel like blue raspberry was like the the easy one, right? Or was it black cherry? There's uh, one that was like, I oh. honestly don't even finish the warhead. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, I only I only go through the sour stuff, and then I'm like, okay, it's not that good. So I just like it's, your, it it's like your version of smelling salts. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, 
That's so funny. I like that tip. So is that like in the locker room right before? Is that on the field? Yeah, I'll like I'll on the like some in the locker room. Yeah, cool. Or like throughout the day, but yeah, do you I don't know. Definitely other... nervous and excited. Sorry. No, I was gonna say, do you have any other unique approaches to things? Like, like is that something that like you do all kinds of cool little things, or is that like your one? That's my one like really cool things. That's all I. <laughs> that's all I got. All right, pockets. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Um, yeah, everything else is just normal, I think, but yeah. <laughs> and how do you feel like your game's grown since you've been at Gotham so far? Um, I just feel like it's grown in like, so I think in like all the different areas of soccer, I think obviously playing a new position, you tactically have to learn so much. So I think that's been something like my teammates and coaches have been so great at helping me with very like encouraging, but at the same time, like helping me and like giving me tips along the way. Um, and I think physically, like obviously the NWCL is like so transitional and like athletic. So just getting used to that in um, the college game is like obviously a little bit different, but, and like getting used to playing like full nineties, cause in college you obviously were subbed and like everything like that. It's been really fun just to grow my game. Technically you have to be like so much quicker on the ball just cause the level is so good. Every team, the players are amazing. Um, so I think, yeah, just in every way my game has improved, but definitely playing a new position. It's been fun having to learn the new tactics around it and um, the specific technical things that they want me to bring to the game for Gotham, like my crossing and driving inside and stuff like that has been good because that's grown my game a lot. Were you nervous at first? You were like, oh my God, I have to play outside back. <laughs> or yeah. uh, we're nervous too. Can you talk about that? Because there's so many players who are asked to play a different position and they're like, mm -hmm. wait, what do I do? So can you talk about that a little bit? So I only started playing, I made my debut like the first game um, against Angel City. And I had only started playing left back like a week before. So when Allie Krieger got injured in like the eighth minute, it the camera like pans to me because we just watched it as a group I think like a couple weeks ago and you could see like the tear in my face like <laughs> my eyes are like wide open and I'm just like scared out of my mind but I think I went I definitely went through a phase where like I was upset and and then for a couple days and then you're kind of hit with the reality of like, you can either make the best of the situation or make the worst and have a bad attitude. And I just chose to have a good attitude and learn all I can. And I guess that's like one thing. I mean, everyone's going to have to play different positions at some point. Like I played right wing in college and I would describe myself like as a 10. So just like getting used to that and being versatile is a great trait to have as a soccer player. So I think try to take it as more of a compliment that you can play separate different positions rather than something that's like negative. It's so true. That whole like situation of being put in different positions is our knee jerk reaction is such a negative one always. Mm -hmm. And the resistance to change of any sort. And we almost take it as an insult. Like, am I not good enough at what yeah. I'm right now where you want to keep me right here? This is the thing I define myself at, at that I'm good at. Um, but mm -hmm. it really, when you can look at it in hindsight, almost everyone realizes in hindsight that it's a massive compliment for a coach to see, Yeah, you know, your versatility as a, as a player to be able to switch positions. So I just love that you bring that up and it's just a good reminder to anyone or even if that knee jerk natural reaction to be like, mm -hmm. 
resist all of wanting to do that. It, it really is. It's a really good thing as a player. Yeah. <laughs> and just the importance of like having open communication with your coach. Like I had meetings with them and I was just like, kind of like, I don't understand why I'm playing this position. Like what kind of like is the purpose of it? And they said like the way that they want to play, they need, or they want like left backs and right backs that can play and um, are very technical. So it was more of like my attributes were going to help the team so much more at left back than where I originally wanted to play. So it's just kind of, yeah, you have to put yourself and your individual wants aside and it's been so good for the team this season. And then in return, like it's also been a great personal season for me so far. So I think, yeah, like it's just been great to have been playing left back all along. Do you, have you found a little bit of love for the position now? And it's okay. Yeah, I actually really like it. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's really fun. Um, I just love to be like involved. So I think, yeah, I think the left back is just really fun being involved in everything. What are things that helped you learn the position, whether it was film or other teammates or just anything like coaching advice? Is there anything specific that really helped you get in, like into the, the know of that position? Mm -hmm. I think my teammates were probably the biggest help, like Allie Krieger, Kristen Edmonds, Ellie Jean, all of them, like Kelly O'Hara. I could go on and on, but I think having them help me every day in training was just so great because they knew too, like I didn't know what in the world I was doing. So every day was just like receiving information and them giving information that was like so encouraging. And it was never from like a bad place of like, why don't you know what you're doing kind of thing? It was just so positive And like I said, encouraging. So I think that's been the biggest thing. Like they've really helped me get confidence in that position, which I think has been like the most important thing. Um, and then just having tactical and film sessions with my coaches and has been really helpful, like watching my film back and learning what I could have done differently in different positions. Cause sometimes it's like, I've never been in this specific position before as a left back. Like, what do I do next time? And yeah, I mean, Ali Krieger, like seriously has just been the most helpful person to me because even in games, like she gives me so much confidence to just have belief in myself and just trust my gut on like what to do in certain spots. And she's always like, I got your back. I really love that because yeah, it's of course, you know, it's for the greater good of the team. If you play better, the team's going to play better, but for positions to be for, for players in certain positions to be truly helping other teammates that could even replace them is truly yeah. selfless and truly speaks so much about what it means to be a good teammate. And, you know, you're truly putting your own, you know, your own situation to the side to help mm -hmm. your teammates, you know, achieve their, their goals a little bit better. So I really love that. And I'm just not even the slightest bit surprised to hear that about Allie Krieger either. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask if there were any specific players who who stuck out who helped you with your rookie season. Obviously, I was like Allie was one of them. Can you go a little bit more into that, like how she was a role, maybe a role model or something mm -hmm. of that sort to you, or any other players who helped you this year? Yeah, um, I would say like like I've said, Allie Krieger. She's just in every play. I think she always is like helping, whether it's like through communication or coaching when the play is over, and giving me the confidence to trust myself. Cause I think that was like the biggest thing in the beginning is I didn't trust myself in the new position. And sometimes you need 
your teammates to just like pick you up and give you that confidence like as you're learning the new position and trying to gain confidence intrinsically as well. But she was so good at just like coaching me through everything, giving me tips. Um, and I think the same with like Kristen Edmonds and Ellie Jane, they stuck out to me like so much when I was first starting the position. Um, just giving me pointers and confidence. And when I messed up like them, instead of yelling at me, they're giving me pointers on like what I can do better next time. Um, yeah, I would say like those players stood out to me a lot. And Kelly O'Hara has been like super helpful as well throughout the whole season. You must be sad Allie is going to be retiring. Yeah, I keep waiting for her to sure, be like, just sure give me five you. more years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, she'll give you pointers from, a, you know, wherever she yeah. is. I hope so. That's the type of person she is. That she'll, yeah. yeah so. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I, I, when I was learning about you, I saw um, all about your college, like your accolades and everything. And one that stuck out to me was how many assists you had, which you were like, I think you had 34 assists, like the second highest in your school's history, which is just remarkable. Um, can you tell us, is there any like secrets to that? What do you think like that? How did, how, how were you successful with assists? Because I think that's something that's overlooked and maybe players don't find that they, it's so important to do and so important to be good at. So is that something you could speak upon? Um, I think the easiest, like probably one of the easiest answers for how to get more assists and everything is just working on your set pieces. Cause mm -hmm. I took the corners and the crosses and everything at Florida state. And I think that the importance of like working on set pieces and everything is overlooked. Sometimes it's so important. Um, and I think in the game, yeah, it's just like when I was in the 10 position, it's a little different to like assist the outside back now, but it's just like finding little slip balls. And I think that's just like watching the game and seeing other players do it and trying to replicate those positions that they're getting into. Um, and just like, yeah, like I think it's so important in finding the joy of giving assists. I think it's so easy to want to like score the goals and everything, which of course, like I do want to score goals. I'm not saying I don't like, but also sometimes like it's super fun to give assists and set up the perfect ball so that your teammate has the easiest finish. Like, I think there's also so much joy in that as well. I totally agree. I feel like that is a joy that people overlook. Mm -hmm. I think younger players, especially probably are more focused on scoring the goals, but that is like such a great feeling when you do that. Um, yeah. was, set pieces, was that something that you always did? Were you always someone who, who put the set pieces in the corners and everything? Yeah, I think being left footed, it gives me like a little bit of an advantage because I have to take them from like a specific side. But yeah, that's always something I've been doing since I was little and could remember. But yeah, I've always liked taking them. I mean, I'm not the tallest person. So I like to help my team in like any way I can. I think that the best way to do that is probably by taking the set pieces. Mm -hmm. Totally. Alana, anything more before we go into rapid fire? I do have one more question. Let's go with one last one to end it on. Um, I want to know what are you the most proud of yourself for? And it oh, can be a little, season? little big. It could be soccer related, not soccer related. Just in your journey, let's say since you were a high school athlete until now, is there something that you're the most proud of yourself for? That's a good question. I feel like we don't, you know, like ever take a moment to be like, wow, you know what? I am, I'm really proud of myself for making it through a preseason or making it through this day. That was literally the worst day ever. So I yeah. like recenter it back to that sometimes. Um, 
I think something that's a little bit overlooked, I guess, or not like talked about, I think is the transition from like college to professional life on and off the field. And I think, I guess I would say like, I'm proud of myself of how I've handled the transition. Um, (laughs) It sounds like weird to say, but um, I think like off the field life is so different because in college you have your best friends, like you're living with them, you're around them 24 seven. Whereas like here, I'm like 30 minutes away from my good friends on the team. And I think that professional life can be like a little lonely sometimes. So I think I'm proud of like how I've handled the transition. It hasn't always necessarily been easy. Like I definitely went through a patch where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so bored because I have from three o'clock to 10 o'clock, I have all this free time to just like hang out by myself. So learning to like read or make an effort to more of an effort to like see people, um, getting hobbies, stuff like that. Um, and then just the adversity that I've had to go through of changing positions. I think I'm proud in like how I've handled that and the mentality I took of learning it and making the best of it. I think that is my part. I love that. Those are two very admirable things. And I totally agree with you that like, I feel like everyone focuses on, Oh, what the on the field transition from college to pros but in college, you have every minute of your day filled with something and yeah. it's ever for you. It's always for classes or school or studying or mm-hmm. to survive and sleeping. And then you get to this point where it's like, here's your whole day. You need to be the most locked in when it's time to play soccer. And then who are you for the rest of the day? And, and yeah. 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 And everyone has to go through that transition. Like it's not like just something that I had to go through, but I still think that people need to like realize that yes, it is like a big transition and everyone's going to make it out of it. But I think you can still be proud of yourself for like going through that transition and handling it the way that everyone handles it. Definitely. I love that. That was nice. We never, we never talked about that. So that's good. I feel like (laughs) even, even people who aren't pros can have that lonely feeling in certain situations. So doing things like having hobbies and everything off the field, I think is super important. Yeah. Also, it's so awkward to be like, I'm proud of myself for this, but like, why aren't you? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> why is that doing that? Like, yeah. makes you feel a little weird, but like, every once in a while, it's nice to stop and be proud of yourself for something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. We're going to dive into rapid fire, but you can take okay. your, what's a sport you wish you were good at? Tennis. Tennis. Everyone's answer. I think as, as soccer players, we have such an appreciation for the athleticism that tennis takes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's such a popular answer. I feel like for people, but yeah. And where do you, I'm terrible at it. Yeah. I played tennis, dropped the racket on my tooth. My mouth started bleeding. Yeah. I was a mess. <laughs> so. I wish I could play tennis. <laughs> you wish you could hold the racket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I could just hold on to it. <laughs> All right. What is one thing that you have to have with you when you travel for away games besides like your basic items, like headphones or your phone? Probably my warheads now. Yeah. I think that's my answer. Yeah. They need to sponsor you. Sorry. They need to sponsor you. Yeah. Hey, warheads. <laughs> You're sponsor me. Warheads. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's, um, if you could have dinner with any athlete, who would it be? Ooh, I mean, messy. Yeah. With like maybe a translator. Yeah. On the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <two> people. 
that's <laughs> fair. The third wheeling your date, a translator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people have said messy, but you do need a translator unless you can speak. So yeah, we'll like we'll let you bring the translator. That's I feel like just being in the presence of messy. Like I don't even know if I need to talk. I would just be like just sit and eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm having the best time of my life. No words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Has he been your favorite player? Like growing up, was he your favorite player, or just someone yeah. you have an appreciation for? I have like such an appreciation like I went to the um inner Miami Red Bull game how was that and I was like I'm red I'm an inner Miami fan now like I watch all their games super into it now (laughs) like know all the players but yeah I think growing up I was I loved Ed Hazard he was like my favorite player but obviously he's retired now but yeah come to dinner too yeah he can come along anyone (laughs) who wants to come (laughs) open invite all right. If you had a post-game meal named after you, what would the meal be? Oh, um, a yeah, burger with French fries. I think just simple. Have you explored all the New York burger spots? I have not explored New York very much. So many good burger spots okay. out there. I think we were talking to Christy Mews about that because I think she likes burgers too. There's a really good place called Ah Cheval or something in the West Village. Very good burger. Ah Cheval. Okay, thank you. Highly recommend. If you weren't a soccer player, what would your dream job be? Ooh, I think it's still related to soccer, but I really want to be like a Rebecca Lowe kind of, or like Kate Abdo kind of person. I think that would be really fun. Just talking about the game and everything like that. Do you see yourself like still staying in the soccer realm even when you're playing days? are over it depends if i can get that kind of job i don't want to be a coach like i don't doesn't really interest me very much but if i could i think it would be really fun to just i love like talking about soccer so i think it would be fun to have that as my job all right and last one what's your biggest soccer girl problem um right now it's probably my tan lines Mm -hmm. i think they're kind of getting crazy my sock tan is out of this world Struggling. and I have like I have like a neck tan one of those uh-huh. from like putting uh-huh. my hair up. and uh-huh. I don't think I've ever yeah I don't think I've ever had one of those before so well if there's anything about New York you will get just terribly pale over the winter because <laughs> yeah that's true uh, yeah <laughs> that's another soccer yeah. problem I've got too many red cards so I need to pay a fine really yeah <laughs> That's my soccer girl problem. Yeah. That's a new one. Wow, I didn't know that. How many yeah. cards do you need to, to get to pay a, to get a fine? Five. Wow. I yeah. That. Snaps or red cards. I'm here for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so. I think, that, well, that's it, right, Lon? Yeah. yeah. Well, Dana, thank you so much for coming on. It was yeah, really thank cool. you guys for having me. And good luck at your game against Portland. We're really excited to watch and... And we're all from New York, so I'm sure we'll get to see you guys play again soon at home. So that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Have a great day. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.